Deadly Grounds Coffee knows how important your coffee is to you. Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest, deepest, smoothest flavor you'll ever find. We're coffee freaks too, and deadly serious about our brew. Just one sip and you'll know why we say, once you go deadly, you don't go back. It's truly coffee to die for. So when you're ready to get a little deadly, get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, it's scary. Welcome once again to another episode of the Retro Red Cephala Podcast, the only show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome. We are part of the Dorkening and Inebriar Podcast Networks, and as always, we are brought to you tonight by Deadly Crowns Coffee, coffee to die for. <laughs> I am your host, my name's Parasite Steve, a.k.a. Steve of Destruction, a.k.a. All Hallow Steve, which People might start calling me again because it is, uh, it is it's approaching the spooky season. That is so true. It's true. Yeah. Anything is possible. Um, but with me, as always, thank goodness, are my, uh, my hilarious, uh, well-balanced cohorts. Uh, they, are par- they are part of the balanced breakfast, in case you didn't know. Uh, 8-Bit Alchemy. Well, checks marks the spot last I checked. I, I haven't checked the checks, but if I do check the checks, I will let you know what the checks say about it. Let me that. know when you check the checks, and then we'll I check will. on that. Uh, check. And Nintendo. Free toy inside. Free toy inside. Let's uh, find right. it. <laughs> he wants to find the toy. <laughs> Let's find it. <laughs> Let's find it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Stanley Spadowski, uh, as you mentioned, uh, this episode is actually called Free Toy Inside, and it's all about all those wacky free prizes that they used to jam at the bottom of cereals that doesn't, doesn't really exist anymore, I don't think. But um, we, uh, we as, as children of the 80s and 90s, did experience a lot of these. And, you know, uh, doing some research for this episode, uh, this phenomenon goes back further than I imagined. Tonight, we are going to present to you some that we had and we remember, and other ones that are just a lot older than we are. We're going to go all the way back to the 50s uh, and all the way up to the mid-2000s, the early 2000s. And these are all toys that you could pull out of a, out of a cereal box. And I'm sure everybody remembers, you know, when your mom would come home with, with the groceries, you know, ripping open those bags, you're just dying to see if there's a new cereal. And you dive into, you're like, okay, okay, what is it? What is it? What is it? And then you have to like, you know, some people would pour out the entire bowl, you know, the entire bag into a big bowl just to get the free toy and then try to, you know, you're doing that like pour of shame, trying to get all that cereal back in the freaking, all the toothpaste mm-hmm. back in the tube and you can't quite do it. And it takes up way too much space. And then the box is all bulgy and you, you don't know what you're doing. And, uh, and some, like, I would just, I would just rifle. 
I would just rifle. I would. I don't care. <laughs> Stick those grubby mitts down in them <laughs> yeah. flakes. Yeah. Give me unwashed. that. Give me that shit. Surely unwashed. Uh, at that surely. Age. Um, surely unwashed. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm like whatever. I'm I'm the only one eating this crap anyway. So I would um I would just rifle until I would find the 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 coveted diamond in the rough. And uh, some of them were pretty darn cool. For sure. So, oh yeah. Well, oh yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I I was thinking that uh, you know I heard I heard an, a technique about how to how to figure out who gets the prize in the cereal box and and one person said that they would just eat the their you know parents made them eat the cereal normally and whoever happened to pour themselves a bowl of cereal and the toy fell into it they would get it they were the ones who get it. And I'm like, okay, that takes a lot of restraint, but I, I do like that in theory, you know, it's good. Yeah. It's yeah. a good rule to have, but you know, I was like, I don't think most people, most people just jam their hands down in there and try to get that <laughs> right. Shit. Right. They yep. Yep. not have such self-control and nobody else in my house uh, wanted the prize anyway, because when I was interested, you were not even born. So it was just like me and the parents. So it's like, it's not like <laughs> exactly fighting me for the prize in the box of cereal but that is interesting i guess if there's a lot of yeah that might have that might have happened to your house joe did it something did, did you guys fight over uh no not really toys? not not really um i i remember um i i think we used to wait until the the toy would actually come out and then we would all just take turns playing it um or Sometimes you can be like really gross and stick our hands in the box too, like Parasite Steve did. <laughs> I would stick my whole mouth in the box, dude. Sure, stick my whole face in there. Just sure. dive right in there. Get in there. Get there. But yeah, so I mean, uh, we had quite a lot of different cereals growing up, and there was there was a variety of different toys and things that were part of it, but. Uh, yeah, a lot of the ones that we're going to talk about are, are older. So, you know, if you yeah, guys remember yeah, them, you know, let us know. Section. But yeah. yeah, real real quick, though, since we're talking about, you know, cereals and whatnot. Uh, what was like your, your go to cereal that you just had to have? Oh, my God. It depends on the years. I don't know. Like I, I had so many over the years, but um, I will mention as as the spooky season is, is approaching um, of the monster cereals, I kind of I started. Um, because as a as a monster guy, I did gravitate towards those. Um, mm-hmm. I did love Booberry at first. That was definitely the one yeah. that was almost impossible to find when I was a kid. It was right. very hard to find Booberry. It was it was always just Count Chocula and Frankenberry, and then they slowly brought Booberry back a little bit in the nineties. Yeah. And then he just became normal. It became like one of the three, but then they only came out on, on Halloween. But um, I did, I have to say, over time, I grew to appreciate Frankenberry the most. I kind of, yeah, okay. Frankenberry. Even though like Booberry is definitely the cool one. That's like the one everybody loves. Yeah. And I do yeah. like it, but. Yeah, um, Booberry I loved, but man, I don't know. I just could not deny how good Count Chocula was. Like chocolate cereals were chocolate often. Cereal, definitely. Right. And chocolate cereals were often my thing. I always loved Cocoa Puffs and, and Cocoa Pebbles and Cocoa Pops. Remember with the monkey? Like those I I liked a lot, but yeah. oh shit. Original Count Chocula was yeah, just like they, the absolute best. Made it less sugary. Come on. Right. I, mean, I know they the ruined it. I'm like is the point, sir. Right. Like, what, <laughs> right. What the hell are you are you playing at here? Like obviously 
this is like, I'm not here for a balanced breakfast. Okay. I'm not here to bring <laughs> balance to the force. I'm here for the sugar rush. Right. And speaking of monster <laughs> cereals, um, there was a, uh, in the group a couple of weeks ago, maybe it was last week. I posted a meme that was a super sad creature from the black lagoon. And he was like, he was just walking through the cereal aisle and he was seeing the other cereals. And then he, he, he just hangs his head and walks past and it's like, oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, Gilman, but nobody's interested in fish flavored cereal. And uh, there was a few people who had suggestions in my f- of what it could be. And my favorite was uh, peach or creature and it's peach flavored. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> that's clever. Oh God, that, that ain't bad. Amazing. That ain't bad. That's yeah, that's very yeah. clever. Yes. Very clever. I, I want, I want to, pe- and there's never peach or creature peach flavored cereals. Ever. Ever so. No, I, I only like, recently hey. learned about uh, a banana flavored cereal. I mean, I thought that. OJs were interesting because being orange flavored O's, but there was mm. banana bubbles were a cereal that were made. They were they were apparently uh, sold in Britain, um, but I don't know if they had a wider release. But they were by Kellogg's, and they were Kellogg's banana bubbles. And uh, I mean, it's like it's advertised. It's got this great banana milkshake taste. I'm like, what the fuck? That's so weird. And there was yeah. apparently a promo where they even crossed over with the Rugrats too. So I don't know, like a peach flavored cereal is not crazy. Like they totally could have done that. Mm, and that would have right, been awesome. Right. I think right. that'd be great. Right. If you want to hear more about our opinions on cereals themselves, check out episode 29 of the retro Cephala podcast. It was posted over two years ago, but a long time called- ago. A long time ago, it was called yeah. Serial Killers and Fillers. We were uh, chatting with our buddy, Derek Lofstrom, who's a fan of the show, great retroid buddy of ours. And yep. uh, we talked all about cereals. <clears throat> so tonight we are talking about cereals tangentially, but yeah, mm-hmm. mainly twice. So, uh, the way that I think the discussion can go is we will, the first half uh, of the show, we're going to talk about uh, all the like non-licensed stuff. So if it was mm-hmm. like with a character that was the mascot of the cereal itself or it was using the cereal in some way or if it was just a random weird toy um that's going to be in that section and then the second half is going to be characters that you know so if it's like a disney character it'll be in that that half of the discussion and of course jam packed right in the middle there is going to be an octoponder which you guys already answered online which is so fun we love it when you guys do that so Anyway, without further ado, I will start us off with a toy that I, uh, I also used for the icon of this episode, because to me, it is the quintessential weird serial toy. Uh, I don't think anybody really liked them, but we just couldn't get rid of them. They were in so many promotions over the years in the mid to late 80s, early 90s, and they are octopus related. That is the wacky wall walker. Yep. Okay. So, yep. So okay. It's circa 1983 from Kellogg's Apple Jacks, Fruit Loops, Corn Pops, and others. Um, according to the back of the box, you could toss it on walls, it tumbles and crawls down. Basically, this is a little rubber octopus that's about the size of your, your, your palm, basically. It's just a, a three dimensional octopus made of rubber and it's tacky so you would the plan was you would throw it against the wall and it would slowly crawl down as gravity pulled it down but it looks like it's walking kind of 
and but not not always not always but, but really they were only sometimes it's just smashing its body against it as it womp womps oh, like yeah, down but... the wall <laughs> right. but of course what's going to happen eventually it's going to touch the ground right there is dirt and yes i was going to mention that yeah yeah so like they were only <laughs> ever good for like three or four hit, like good throws and then like they were just so covered and I don't, I don't know, like maybe you could have washed them, but I never had any luck with it. So for me, it was literally yeah. a matter of, oh, it's another wacky wall walker. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll get it and I'll play with it. And you literally play with it for five minutes. It's already dusty and you just throw it out. That was pretty much yeah, that was the extent of it. Right. So right. in 1983 is when they came out. 1986, they returned um, in glow-in-the-dark varieties, and those were the ones that kind of stuck, I think, and were um, used in the 90s as well. Later, they were sold as in-stores. Sometimes the mold was a little bit different from promotion to promotion, but they were the ones that were in cereals were always octopuses, but there were knockoffs and different versions that were like spiders and different things that were... You, you might find in just random places and stores. Uh, but these this company did sell them in stores later as Wacky Tacky Octopus Wall Walkers. <laughs> Not Wacky, like Wacky Wall Walker is long enough. Right. Why, yeah. why, ta- why does Tacky need to go in there? <laughs> and they added Octopus. Wacky Tacky Octopus Wall Walker. <laughs> that really rolls better <laughs> off the tongue i can't I imagine anybody buying one of these like for <laughs> right right but, yeah uh in the commercial it's so funny they always made it seem like it was such a big deal and so cool and everybody's excited to have it back and like sometimes you believe them you're like oh yeah wow you don't need those you hate those you play with them for five minutes I'm you don't even it. like it. I'm not buying you the corn pops. You don't even like the corn pops. But um, you know, they uh they would they would be like, oh, and even race your friends. And because they came in different colors, you know, you never knew what color you're gonna get. And so it's like, oh yeah, we could both throw our wacky wall walker against the wall, and as long as it's one of the first four throws, it'll still work, kinda. Mm-hmm. And you can see who who wins the race. It's, it's like the weirdest toy. Right. A lame toy overall, but one that for some reason is just so just in my brain for all time. The name, the little the little thing itself. I had so many of these over the years. Yeah. So that is uh that's my first one. And I will pass the mic on over to my buddy Nintendo for the Oh my god. You, what you got, my man? So I got this uh I got this uh this little thing called uh, the 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 two sided sugar bear bike reflector that came with that came with the super sugar crisp and uh yeah later i i I hate this cereal but i totally totally remember this bike reflector like almost everyone had it Mm -hmm. um so it came from like i said a super sugar crisp cereal and two-sided and it's shaped like the the mascot which i think is kind of neat and uh yeah yeah. and uh it looked like he, he, he was uh holding onto the spokes of the, of the bike and uh like, like like he was in jail or something which is kind of funny but uh <laughs> yeah. yeah and that that came out in uh it, it originally came out in 1976 and then uh and then uh in 1978 there was a uh, a different one but it's with garfield 
And this one I remember the most because I remember Parasite Steve having this. And I mean, look at the picture now. It's like it really freaking takes me back. Like, holy crap. Like the the eyes, the eyes are the the reflectors. And that's kind of creepy. But like, I don't know. It is funny, like, uh, these were really, like, a thing that I forgot existed that was big. Like, it was a cheap thing to to produce. I think there were probably other bike reflectors in serials because I remember a lot of them being around and people would just have them on their spokes and, like, yeah, you're going to be safer. It's going to reflect whatever. It's like, I guess, I, I don't know, like, I am a person on a bike, though, and I'm a kid, so I'm not, like, drive. I'm not riding my bike at night and, you know, the middle of traffic, but um, right, okay, but yeah, I mean, it, it's fine, but it was such a thing, so I guess, I didn't yeah. know it started in the 70s, but uh, might have might have even gone back further than that, like, where they made, you know, not just bike reflectors, but, like, character bike reflectors, but that's yeah. stupid. I don't think I had the sugar bear but that stupid garfield one my god <laughs> yes stupid ass garfield one uh, the, yeah the garfield yep. one had different expressions and different colors so you never knew like which expression and color you would get. yeah it could be yeah combination yep. Yep. i had the orange one and it was just the standard smile and yeah i i totally had that on my bike forever yeah but it's cool the uh sugar bear it was the mascot of Super Sugar Crisp, but in the 80s, they changed the name to Super Golden Crisp. Yeah, yes. I did not know it as Super Sugar Crisp ever, right. so that's neat. Yep. Yeah, so it's funny because he stayed Sugar Bear. They didn't call him Golden Bear or something like that. Like, he's still Sugar yeah. Bear, right? even though it was Super Golden Crisp. I think they... they I think I think there was, you know, part of a campaign to take the name sugar out of kids cereals to make them sound better for parents. Right, right. Even though they already know what it is because they were kids. <laughs> years right. 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 Not, you're yeah. not gonna fool anybody here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So neat. Yeah. Yeah, cool. super neat. All right. So uh what about you, Ape? What do you got for your first one? Call. So um I have uh, I have a, a little known product, which is actually not little known. Uh, this, so this is something I did not ever have, but in in boxes, specially marked boxes of rice checks and corn checks in the year 1996, you may have found yourself staring at uh, what can only be described as the most exciting thing to grace the front of cereal boxes, which was free CD-ROM game inside. Yes. And that's right. If you know where I'm going with this, I am talking about Checks Quest. Uh, which is a beloved first-person shooter game that was given away for free in boxes of checks in 1996. And uh, Chex Quest is a fairly noteworthy game because, I mean, it's a noteworthy serial toy because it's an entire-ass video game. And then you also have the fact that it's a first-person shooter. It's not a half-ass video game. One entire ass. ass. Both <laughs> halves. No halves, you know, are, are complete without the other. And this was one whole ass. And uh, the Chex Quest game also was a non-violent first-person shooter, which was something relatively unheard of, you know, with except for the likes of, like, Wisdom Tree games on the Super Nintendo with stuff like Super Noah's Ark 3D and stuff, like, that were all biblical-themed, like... This was a serial-based game, and you played as this Czechs warrior 
who had to zap these evil aliens that were they were known as the uh oh shit what the hell was it the I, I I had it. They're they they're like these little green like slimy things, and the idea was that that they would they would cover the Chex warriors in slime, and oh oh they were called flemoids. The flemoids, <laughs> oh and they God. would cover <laughs> Chex in slime, and they would just become immobilized. Like the flemoids would literally weigh you down to like like and just ruin your life. Like you are now stuck there forever. <laughs> because of their slime um and uh and so, so and now and now you have germs right and now you have germs you have, I'm mucus. Talking about, you have mucus all over they're all, all over me can't get them <laughs> off of me i'm talking about bacteria mm. uh so yeah the, it's it, the game took place on the planet bazoik you are a Chex warrior <laughs> who had to uh, send the Flemoids back back home because basically what happened was oh, the planet Bazoik was was infested with Flemoids <laughs> and Flemoids. Their whole deal is they try to like eat and consume and just and just like destroy everything nutritious. Uh, and so the Chex warriors, as part of like this national alliance of cereals. Uh, like yeah. sen- sentient cereal <laughs> people, they they had to go to Planet Bazoik and get rid of all the flemoids so that they could save it. Uh, and so the game was extremely popular. Uh, sales for checks went up three hundred percent. Wow, uh, which is fucking incredible and very yeah. impressive. Um, and what's even cooler is that the game is not just a Doom clone. Uh, General Mills at the time. Uh, had contracted a company to make the game called Digital Cafe, and Digital Cafe reached out to id Software, fine makers of Wolfenstein and Doom, and asked if they could license the Doom engine to make this game. And id Software was like, hell yeah, absolutely. That sounds awesome and dumb. Like, let's do it. So yeah, so uh, Chex Quest was built on the Ultimate Doom engine, and, uh, you know, they just had to change everything. And uh, people were so enamored with Chex Quest that apparently when they beat the game's five levels, uh, fans just kept playing it and playing it and playing it. And uh, they eventually discovered that you could actually access unfinished levels that were just the, the original levels that were in Doom, but they hadn't gotten like the full Chex Quest treatment yet. And so you could like hack the game or do weird stuff to like access these unfinished uh, levels that were just like straight Doom clones or, or like levels right from the Doom engine. Uh, so yeah, it, it had a crazy cult following and it eventually spawned Chex Quest 2 and a Kickstarter, I think, for Chex Quest 3 happened or 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 something. Uh, and then and then in 2019, uh, they released a HD version of Chex Quest and you can <laughs> buy it on Steam and they made it in Unreal Engine 4 and it's like a legitimate modern chess quest game and like uh, limited run games came out with a special release of <laughs> chess quest like people oh love this God. damn thing it's so fucking nuts so um i didn't have this game but i remember my cousin mike had it and i remember talking to him about chess quest and that is definitely one of the points of nostalgia so mike i hope you're listening uh this is definitely right targeted directly for you um but yeah pretty pretty damn funny and and amazing and clearly and just a 
ridiculously successful marketing campaign. Like yeah. this no did kidding. the thing that so 300%. many hundred percent, three hundred percent. I mean, I mean, right. checks, checks was just seen as like a boring cereal for adults yeah, at this point in time. They took the boringest possible cereal, right? And then they made it the the coolest, right? They gave it this insane <laughs> right. jolt of adrenaline inside, that's right? All, no, that's all it was. Yep, exactly. And it's like, oh yeah, no, they could have done like a plastic toy or whatever, and that would have been fun. But they just clearly were like, no, we we want to do something like ridiculous that something that no memorable. one's done before. No yep. one had ever. Done, yeah. and shit it totally worked so yeah that is a that's at least the abridged version of the story of checks quest but um that's amazing yeah no since planet, it's on steam the, the, i definitely want i definitely want i want to get it now on steam yeah, and, really. oh right i know stream it. i want to stream it now you you would fun. definitely get yeah. some friggin' hits on your you stream stream it uh you should stream oh my it gosh today, like the day that this comes out that would be yeah, really that'd be fun that'd be fun That'd be fun. But yeah, that's a that's a great idea. That is really, really fun. I, I think that's one of the most brilliant um, just promotions that I've right. ever heard of. That's just insane. I mean, we talked to, in a previous episode, I think, about Pepsi Man and how Pepsi kind of yeah. did a similar thing. Yeah. Uh, mm, I yeah. can't think of a, of a third. Pepsi Man. I'm, not, I'm, I'm actually Pepsi I'm, Man. I'm, I'm, I'm in the process of purchasing it right now. Oh good. Yeah. Oh good. Well, the Pepsi you, Man, Pepsi Man also had a video game, right? Yeah, like right. You, right. so so I'm saying I can't think of a third one. Those are like the only two like uh, Yonoid. Yonoid. Yonoid, which is decent on the NES. That is Yeah. Yonoid which is decent and it was a reskin of a different yes. game. And yes. uh and actually what's really fun is that Domino's this year brought back the Noid because of Stranger Things. They brought back their old 80s style pizza boxes and the pizza boxes, the 80s style ones that they're using right now do have the Noid on it. Oh. On one on one section, they actually have the Noid drawn on it. And it was really, really like, uh, it was a sobering moment because I was with someone who was, I, I think one of my coworkers and they were like, we were talking about Domino's for some reason. They're like, you know, what's really weird? Like, what's the deal with the Domino's pizza boxes and like the weird like gremlin thing that's on it? Is that weird from Stranger? Guy. Is that from Stranger Things? And I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about? They're like, it's like a weird like guy in like a bunny suit or something. He has like ears and stuff. I'm like, holy shit, you're talking about the Noid. Oh my god, you don't know what the Noid is. That's fucking weird. Right. <laughs> Why would you know that? It was pretty fucking nuts. But yeah, so so Yonoid and oh okay, actually I do have one more cool spot. Cool spot was the seven up mascot. Yes. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yep. They, I remember playing so, that one. Yeah. I mean shit, that could be a whole episode right there. But but yeah, anyway, you know, Chex Quest definitely was was on to some next level shit in, in ninety six. So and, so uh, uh real real quick, uh on Steam it's actually free. Oh wow! It's free. I, um, I bought it just um, now with with my zero dollars. With my zero dollars, yeah. <laughs> See, that is priced for me. Is for <laughs> free me. is good for me. We, free we is it, good for me. The parasite price. Oh yeah. Do you did you <laughs> what did you pay for that video game? Did you pay the iron price? Or, no. Or, or the silver price? No, the parasite price is when you just leech. <laughs> I siphon it from you. Yes, yes. I siphon it from you. Uh, possession. Fantastic pick. Uh, really cool. I I love that. Uh, and it's the only video game on tonight's list, so that's pretty amazing. Very cool. Um. Okay. So next up, next I have I believe the oldest one on our list tonight. 
Um, it is the Nabisco Spoonman. This one, uh, this one goes out to Scott Clevenger. If you're listening, I am sure that you remember these. Um, circa 1958, uh, Nabisco Shredded Wheat Juniors is the cereal. And just to put it in your head, uh, <laughs> what a weird so name. Before, like you know, frosted mini wheats existed. There were these, and before this, it was just it was just shredded wheat. Shredded wheat was a like plate-sized, humongous biscuit, like bigger than a Pop-Tart size, basically like a mini-wheat, like you think of, right? It's that exact thing, only it's like a little bigger than a Pop-Tart. And you would just put one in your bowl, and you would pour milk over it, and you would just, using your spoon, you would crunch it all up, and then you add whatever fruit and sugar and anything you want, but there's no sugar on the cereal itself. It's literally just crispy wheat. So Juniors came out, and the juniors are a little bigger than today's frosted mini wheats. They're a little bit, a little bit bigger. So it's like yeah. one will one will fit on your spoon, but hang over the edges quite a bit. Yep. Like, you know, you could pick one up with your spoon. Yep. So that's that's that cereal. So obviously that became frosted mini wheats. And then, you know, that was more popular. They must have phased this out, but they were clearly aiming this at kids, just the cereal itself. That yep. was not a cereal we talked about, uh, shredded wheat or anything in our previous episode. So I thought that was kind of interesting. So this promotion, I think, is just awesome, hilarious, adorable. I love these things. I think they are so cool. The Spoonmen had a great commercial, which is on YouTube. You should absolutely look up Nabisco Spoonmen and Spoonman, come uh, together with your hands. Different than that. that. Um, These guys are little spacemen, and uh, the commercial is animated, too. They're freaking adorable, honestly. I really like them. They're really great. Um, And the idea is that you would have, it's a little figure, and they sit on your spoon, like, you know, kind of not on the part where the food goes, but on like the, the part you hold, the handle. They're and, a spoon topper. Yeah, it's like a spoon. He's riding your spoon is the idea. <laughs> and so you have a little buddy. You just have a little <laughs> breakfast buddy who's riding on your spoon. And uh, I don't know. That's that's kind of all. I mean, there are three different ones. They were posed differently. They just basically look like cute little guys. You know, they look a lot like the guy from Pikmin. They do look yeah. a shitload. Like they look like Captain Olimar meets the teeny little super guy. Yes, that's a great way of putting it. And they have a uh, like a like an antenna on top of their head, but they're just like little 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 guys, little chubby space guys, whatever. And they they were in just different poses. They were always sitting because, of course, they have to. Um, but the hands would be in different poses, and they would come in different colors. But they're depending on which pose. It was a different character. Their names are so stupid. And two of them, it's like, okay, they're stupid. You, you thought about this for two seconds, but I get it. The third one legitimately pisses me off. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually pissed. I'm ready for, for it. So the, the, he's visibly the names, pissed off. I don't sound it, but I'm truly really pissed. So the names are <laughs> Munchy, Crunchy, and Spoon Size. <laughs> What? Oh no! Spoon oh, size God. is Just not. Size. There is, is no way that baby came out of that. Mama. Is spoon size? His name. I mean, I get it that he. They're all spoon size. They told me oh, I could God. be anything <laughs> when I grow up, but I had no choice here. I have to be <laughs> spoon size. I mean, I mean, if you couldn't come up with a third word to rhyme with munchy, 
or a second word to rhyme with munchie that then i mean just just go like zoom or like right alpha or you know burst i don't know some spacey word i don't know right or i don't know yeah munchy crunchy and spoon, <laughs> spoon size. size i think they probably thought that spoon size was going to be like the totally woke uh member of the spoon men that everyone was a fan of they're like oh yeah but it's all about spoon size oh yeah size. my boy spoon size yeah i mean spoon size spoon so size bad. down by the club so i'm i'm not even enjoying this this take me and spoolio <laughs> down by the, the schoolyard he could have been named spoolio so bad anyway um, that that is re- really dumb. they're they're really fun and it did spawn a little bit of a uh i won't say it's, it was like you know a craze or anything like that but there there were other um there were other like topper buddies that would ride on your cereal and uh there was actually a later promotion um there was a cereal, another nabisco thing called wheat honeys which i don't know anything about but that's the name of the cereal, Wheat Honeys. And uh, they had Winnie the Pooh breakfast buddies that uh, instead of fitting on the spoon, they fit on the side of the bowl. But so that was like a Nabisco thing. Huh. They tried for a little bit and uh, yeah. They just did not quite ever, ever catch on. I like them quite a bit. I think they're adorable and I love them as... <laughs> like this Captain Olimar cross with teeny little yeah. super guy. Like he, he's such a simple mascot that could have totally been like a Hanna Barbera character or something. Totally. totally. Yeah. 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 That's really yeah. that's really fun. That's a that's a neat Pretty one. Pretty fun. Pretty fun. Um so passing the tort along. I'm yes. going to let's 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 screw up the screw up the order. Let's go. No, let's keep the order. Nintendo, <laughs> what you got? <laughs> All right, so I got Kellogg's Starbots, which came out in 1984. They, uh, you can get them in like in any Kellogg's uh, cereals, like Honey Smash, Fruit Loops, OJ's, Apple Jacks, and whatnot. And uh, Starbots were Kellogg's answer to the popularity of the Transformers. So there are four uh, robots that would convert not transform but convert you can't see me but you know air quotes converters uh, robots in progress <laughs> yes so they turn Star into boats. airplanes rockets convert and spaceships and go that way convert <laughs> and tumble over yourself and go yonder convert and stay in one place yes and uh, there's a there's a, a quote on the box that says, "Have plenty of fun on land and in the air as you change each Starbot from a sleek flying aircraft to a land roving robot. Decorate them with decals inside and build a complete fleet. There is one converting robot type uh, in each specially marked Kellogg's cereal package. <sighs> Have fun on land or in the air. So." So your choices to play with this toy are standing or mid, but not in C though. Not, not 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 in C. <laughs> not just in not in the sea. Right, yeah. Just no. Just, we, don't, we don't have boats. We don't have boats. We just have spaceships and airplanes. I gotta say, one of them looks a peculiar amount like the Enterprise. Enterprise. It really yes. does. That yellow and one. That is one. <laughs> and that was the one that I had, and it was my favorite because it reminded me of the Enterprise. Sure. Yeah. 
yeah i mean it totally looks like the enterprise that's like you know lost a few pounds or something yeah. like it's just a little skinnier. i mean i mean the the, the robot forms are like really uh, un- uninspired but <laughs> i mean hey it's a free toy so it's whatever a, you know it's kind of neat because it, it they, they're like little model kits basically right? yes they, they come in those little little gundam i don't know what to call them tim what do you call them what do i call the little, them yeah the little the little pegboard things you have to like twist them to get them out and oh gunpla like gunpla i mean that's specifically for gundams and and like but robots that's what, that's they're model kits is. Model. yeah they're yeah. little model kits like yep. yeah they're the same way but yeah so i mean you have to like you know punch them out and uh get all the pieces and you know yes there are decals and i mean it's one of those things like i give them like an A minus for effort. Like it's oh yeah, it's for sure. Cool. It's kind of cool. The yeah. drawings are cool, and the, yep. the logo is cool. Starbot is a neat name. Yep. That could be a legitimate toy line. Like no problem. Starbots. Like yeah, um, they're cool. I I actually don't remember these to be honest. Yeah, but <clears> I, I totally cool. totally remember and, these. Hey, I can't think of another. And I did look at a lot uh, for this show, <laughs> a lot yeah. of free toys. Um, definitely <clears throat> research. There was definitely around sixty that I really like looked into, and uh, there was. I don't remember seeing another like model kit style little figure. Most there are yeah. figures like little you know rubber figures <clears throat> or something, but right. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I mean. It, it's a lot of fun to be able to have a small model kit like that. You know, that's more than just a toy. It's the equivalent of getting like a mini Lego set, you know, where it's just, it's a, right. it's a bit of a project. Then you have a toy right. at the end. It's just totally. extra levels of fun. So that's, that's really neat. Granted, yeah. it was also hilarious to think that maybe in some twisted reality, Starbots really fucking took off and became like huge. Right. Like they're like, well, we, we have the backstory ready. We're not probably going to need it. But it's ready just in case this takes off like crazy. You know, right. I mean, the, the thought of them being like, well, this has to compete with Transformers. It's like, <laughs> it's a fucking cereal toy. You know, it's like, right. <laughs> right. how is it ever going to have enough leg to stand on for that? So funny. I mean, but it's funny. There are so many failed cartoon shows and we've talked about different ones <clears> on the show. Yeah, just did not take off at all. But they were all jumping on that robot craze. So many different ones. I mean, Mighty Orbots is one that Joe has mentioned many times. Yes. Yep. Um, that that at least got a decent little season, like a short season. Um, there were certain ones that didn't even make it out of the pilot stage. What was that? I'm really trying to remember the name and it's just not coming to me. But Joe, do you remember? I think it was Metal something. It was the one I had found on YouTube and it was like a, uh, it's just like a movie because they never made it past the pilot. And I think it was metal, like metallics or something like that. And it was like oh. the souls of the, the the people went into these big machines. Yes. Uh, the machines were kind of dumb it, looking. Oh, it, I'm trying to look it up now. I feel like it's something like metallics or something like that. Or, or I think maybe because of the C. Chrome something. I don't Chrome, remember. Chrome, Chromex. And then there was, uh, was uh, uh, Stariors was another just like weird just space 
machines, battle stations, just weird. There's so many things that didn't take off. And this freaking Kellogg's decides we're going to have skin in this game. <laughs> right. Come up with our own whole entire new thing. So bizarre. So yeah, bizarre. it's it's really funny to think of. Neat. Funny. Neat. Yeah, for sure. All right. So um 8-bit, you got you got a hell of a one coming up next. And this was a I request. Do. This was requested today by our our good friend Retroid Andrew Worshborn. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, awesome. Thanks for the for the request, Andrew, and for uh informing myself at least. Uh so in 1963. Uh, Captain Crunch had a pack-in toy that was called the Bosun Whistle. I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't know so, if Bosun is a type of whistle. So Bosun <clears throat> is a is a short word. It's for boatswain. It's a <clears throat> it's like a deck master on a ship, basically. Okay. But yeah, for Captain Crunch, they hyphenated it to B O hyphen. Yep. Boatswain's call or pipe yeah. or boatswain's whistle. Not hyphenated. Apostrophe. It's like an apostrophe, uh-huh. just like in Captain. Yep, Captain. Um, so boatswain, but it, neat. It's it's a real designation, short for boatswain. for this type of whistle. So this boatswain whistle um, was just a blue plastic whistle. You know, basically the most evil thing to give children because you know parents yep. everywhere just need to listen to their child root toot toot this fucking whistle all day long um which is like equivalent to when you go to like i don't know all i can think of is clark's trading post but those type of like county fairs and they have the pop gun rifles and the kids are constantly just like foop pop foop pop foop pop foop pop and it's like shut the fuck up like it's that level of why would you put toys like this in the world you know children are going to abuse them <laughs> you hate yourself so um this this whistle was was all it was it was just you know a very simple whistle no big deal um but at the same time uh so sir so actually not at the same time but but later on uh there was this subculture of people when, you know, telephone lines and everything were being connected via tones and, and the actual dial tone and everything would have to happen in order for a call to be started and stuff like that. Like all that stuff mattered, you know, for a lot, for probably a lot of us, um, phones for the longest time have just been all digital. None of the actual sound or tones or anything matter. Um, but in like the eighties and nineties and stuff, that stuff was still happening. So in the eighties, there was a group of people called phone freakers and freakers is spelled PH. Um, and they were like phone prankers, pranksters slash like exploiters that were kind of just trying to like mess with the phone systems and learn about them and figure out the data that was being transferred over the sound waves and stuff like that. Yeah. They were kind of, like, uh, you know, harmless hackers basically. Right. Like harmless but, hackers that really weren't phones. able to do much. Right. Because what the heck else did you have to do in, uh, in, 1981 when you didn't have anything any internet anything like else to do right so uh so yeah so there was basically um dark i know dark ass time when there's no no internet um but yeah so so anyway i'm trying i'm trying to get there so what so what they had discovered is that on at&t phone lines uh there was a frequency that was discovered that was 2600 hertz and if that frequency was played that was that was the frequency that their internal systems used to like collect to connect 
operators to callers that were trying to make a long distance call or something of that nature. Um, but basically the long and short of it is that if you could reproduce a 2600 Hertz tone on the phone, it would trick the, the, the system that manages all the calls into making a free long distance call and it would connect you wherever, uh, so the phone freakers had tried to do all this different stuff, try to get this perfect pitch, have different singers that could whistle perfectly and, and all sorts of different other instrumentation and stuff. And no one could do it reproducibly uh, until one guy. And I apologize. I, I you know, there, there is a video, a great video on YouTube that I recommend you watch instead. Um, but there uh, was one guy who just for the fuck of it tried this Captain Crunch bosun whistle from 1963. And sure as shit, it was perfect. It was exactly 2,600 hertz. And so AT&T's, you know, defenses were just melted, you know? Now, anybody who knew this of the phone freakers and had this whistle could just make free calls anywhere in the world. And there's like nothing they could really do about it. I'm still not entirely sure how they even found out about it um, unless they were somehow keeping track of how many long distance calls. And they're like, Hey, we haven't been like paying, getting paid for all those, um, <laughs> but it seems so crazy. Um, but yeah, it's amazing. And actually a couple of people who were phone freakers in the eighties uh, were, you know, people who would go on to be, uh, slightly big deals, which would be Steve Wozniak and Steve Jobs uh, of Apple. I've never heard of them. You know, like they make fruit. I mean, oh, all of you have oh, had right. fruit before. Mm. They're the fruit. Right? Yep. They're the fruit. Yeah, they make, they invented apples, right, which right. is just like crazy, right? Because you'd think it was like Earth. So they were, that. they were Johnny Appleseed's two dads. Yeah, yeah. Donnie <laughs> Appleseed and uh, Spoon Size Appleseed. Oh, I hate that guy. Oh, it's such a shit heel. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, pretty nuts. So early 80s geeks, phone freakers uh, were, you know, not to be taken lightly. And uh, AT&T did not, did not like that too much. And honestly, I mean, you know, it's not, it's not like there's any friggin' way that they could have known that was going to happen. It's just a pure dumb coincidence. Uh, but, you know, it, it is what it is. They, they had to ixnay on the whistles. And and it probably changed the frequency, I imagine. But, right. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's that is is that nugget of history. Very awesome. Very interesting. So Thanks great. a lot, Andrew, for so that great. recommendation. And uh, yeah, if you have anything else to add to the story, uh, let us know on Facebook and our other socials, and inform yeah. the listening audience because we love learning. Yeah, we do love learning. We love we history. Do. We love. We when we can take our own memories of a certain topic and subject and kind of, you know, relate all that good stuff. And that's what we do on the show. But when we can kind of supplement it with stuff we don't know that is also relevant and um, interesting. And, you know, uh, it adds to our fun. That's for sure. We, I think we have more fun when we're learning stuff and hopefully you guys do too. A lot of stuff I learned yep. here, so, you know, a lot of these are before my time. Yeah. I mean, they didn't really, uh, they really like toys in cereal boxes, I think really tapered off in the two thousands big time. They still existed. And obviously we have a really great one that you're going to present later, but compared to the way that they were for 
year, decades and decades. Clearly, there's like lots from the 60s, lots from the 70s uh, that, that existed. Tons yeah. of stuff. Tons of cereals yep. don't even exist anymore. I mean, that that like honey cereal with the Winnie the Pooh, whatever that was like. It's so weird. There's just so many. Out oh, there. gosh. I haven't thought about that cereal in a long time. Yeah. I mean, there, there are so many that had gone by the wayside and, yeah. and mm. stuff like that. I mean, I... I don't know. I don't think there's any food more indicative of childhood than breakfast cereal. I agree. Period. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's not like it's even something that I stopped eating when I got older. Like I still have a box of fruity pebbles in my cabinet, but you know, it's just a matter of man, was that a, a, a fun part of being a kid? Like cereals and shit were so a part of Saturday morning and the toys inside and the cartoon characters that were on it. And then the crossovers that you got, you know, with like, all the different brand cereals that were, oh, these are characters I like. So there was so yeah. much fun to be had as a kid for cereal. You know, there's no yeah. there's no food or snack that really like goes for that at all. I know. Right. Not, I mean, not I, compared to cereal. I remember, you know, I, rem- I would be excited. I'd be happy to go to the supermarket with my mom to do food shopping. Just I would spend the entire time in the cereal aisle. <laughs> It was the toy store of the supermarket. It is. They're literally, it literally is because there Mm -hmm. literally were toys in so many of the different boxes. Right. So that might color, you know, that's definitely going to color, if not make the decision for me as to which cereal we might buy that week. But if even, even without that, you, you have all these bright colors and cartoon characters and, it's just fun. It was uh, always fun, and it's you know a big aisle. We have a ton of cereals in America. And, yep. Um, yeah, it was always always a, a good time. Definitely a ch- cherished childhood memory. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yes. Yep. Um, so I think that uh, that about does it for our first half. We uh, yeah. You know uh, we we got through our our non licensed cereal toys. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, so before we take a short break, uh, we do have something to ponder. Uh, Octoponder, that is. Uh, this week, I asked this question uh, today, in fact, in our group. Uh, for this week's Octoponder, we are having a knockdown, drag out part of your complete breakfast cereal mascot brawl. Tell us who you think would come out on top as the champion and why. So basically, you could pick any cereal mascot. Uh, I did post a big picture that had a ton of different mascots, but really anybody you want to mention is great. Uh, and tell us why you think that that character would be the the grand champion and standing on top of a pile of various broken and bent and bloodied cartoon mascot bodies uh, <laughs> and various fruits, fruity cereals. And there's, pro- there's probably a, under, under all that, there's probably one big Nabisco shredded wheat biscuit. <laughs> right, that is definitely the, 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 on the stage of history, two combatants. <laughs> you know, it's like, that is the yeah. friggin' <clears throat> That's, the, That's the stage. It's a big biscuit. It's it's a big biscuit. It's so, a sh- uh, not a shredded wheat junior. It's a shredded wheat senior. Yeah. So why don't you guys ponder that for a little bit while we take a short break? Welcome to the Dorkening Podcast Network. Press pound to hear the available shows. That strange show. Throwdown Thursday. 
Loose Cannon with Jar Jar Jeremy, Three Guys That Horror, the new and improved Super Retro Throwback reviews the audio files 2.0. This is probably one of Dwayne's worst films. Yeah, he's allowed to have a tooth fairy every now and then, sure. Yeah, this is a tooth fairy and then some because it does not show the monsters tearing up buildings until the f last 20 minutes of the movie. That That's what right. the game is. It's fucking monsters tearing up a, fuck a fucking city. Secret Underground Hideout. Cinema with Harrison Smith. Dorks the Podcast. The Dorkening. Black and White Fright. The Wicked Horror Show. Subscribe to all these awesome shows anywhere podcasts can be found. For more information, check out thedorkening.com. Super Retro Throwback Reviews Audio Podcast. If you like to hear the latest pop culture news with some smart-ass commentary as well as the latest movie reviews, then check us out. Also, we're a multi-award nominated podcast, so we're doing something right. God knows how that happened. So check us out on all major podcasts and distributors and check out Super Retro Throwback Reviews on all social media platforms. Patsy, the angry nerd, lover of science and sharks. And I'm Ashes Vaughn Nightmare, the real housewife of Transylvania and mistress of Merlot. And, and we're, we're the, the hosts host of, of the Throwdown Thursday, Thursday podcast. podcast, part of the Somebodies and Grand Guignol Networks. Join us each and every Thursday as we break down all the characters you love and love to hate. That's right. We cover characters from movies, television, books, video games, and even real historical figures. Plus, we discuss science. And wine. Like, so much wine. Like, all the wine. We also pit random characters against each other in free-for-all contests voted on by you, the listener, and reveal the results the following week. Did I mention the wine? Like, there's a lot of wine. So join us on our journey through pop culture on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. And we, and we will, will see, see you next, next Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> And you are listening to Rancho Notorious. No, wait. No, that's Retro Redoptopus. It's about that time where we ask you, the audience, to octo-ponder this. Welcome back aboard, everyone. All right, before we take a break, we ask you this question. Which is, since we are having a knockdown dragout party or complete breakfast cereal mascot brawl, <laughs> tell us who you think would come out on top as champion and why. Uh, mm. This week, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna be weird and start with Ape Bit Alchemy. Oh my god. god! What? That's so, that's so weird. I feel weird. Um. Okay. Right. So, okay. my my pick as as for who would be the knockdown dragout winner of them all. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm gonna have to think about you know the the people that really seem to already have a penchant for violence. Mm -hmm. So it's probably gonna have to be either like the cookie the a cookie crisp wolf. I feel like could could jack you up, but also. Count Chocula is a is a vampire. Like mm. he he would like that's his whole that's his thing, right? That's his deal. So I don't know, I don't know really like who would eke out over the two of them because that's that's really the oldest battle of history right there. That's werewolves versus vampires. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like I can't even choose. I I like Count Chocula better though. 
because like fuck cookie crisp. So I think I think Count Chocula might have it. Um, as soon as if he could just stop eating chocolate for five seconds, he would mm-hmm. totally win because he would have to eat people and and Fair and enough. like mascots, right? Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, we got All one right. vote for Count Chocula. Nintendo, what do you got, man? Okay, so uh, I'm gonna go with uh, the the blueberry ghost. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, so I think he would win because he's already dead for one thing, mm-hmm. and uh, he could probably possess anyone, right? And have them do whatever he wants, and have them like jump in front of a moving train or jump sure. off a cliff. Sure. Or he'd probably just possess them and have them eat booberry until they died because they ate two hundred boxes of booberry. It's there time consuming, but you can't kill booberry. He's they a ghost. He like, has time. He's already. He, yeah, I mean, he's already a ghost. So he has, he has plenty of time. His victim would be like gluttony from from seven. Be <laughs> 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 um, Good one. Good one. Excellent pick. So. Um, yeah, some of our Retroids picked some monster uh, victors as well. Um, I am going to go a different route. I'm going to say Sonny the Cuckoo Bird because he is just so strung out. His drug is Cocoa Puffs. He yeah. needs that shit. <laughs> he needs the good stuff. He needs it now. Yeah, and he's coked out in every sense of the word. Yeah, he yes. is. Is, he's cocoed out so like you know that you know there's that like that guy we all knew one guy who like they were small yeah tom really guy caught and then no not tom guy caught different guy oh um and he would get in your face and be like look you don't know me i'm crazy i'm crazy <laughs> like so eyes. spicy right it's like, that's sunny the cocoa bird he's nuts yeah, yeah you're he's right nuts. i mean the fucking rabbit nuts. needs it but he's a wimp <laughs> the tricks rabbit like can uh, a wind a, a very gentle summer breeze would blow the tricks rabbit right over but sorry right. the cuckoo bird is nuts however i will say that when he's about to take that that championship cup it will be swiped out of his hands by defunct cookie crisp mascot the cookie crook oh. came out before that wolf guy there was the yep. cookie crook and the cookie cop, and then the cookie, cr- the crook had a dog. Dog, yeah. And then the dog yep. eventually became the only mascot, and then the dog eventually became the wolf. I don't know how that happened. Wow, that's, whatever. Yeah, what a, that's what happened. Yep. Holy so crap! There was what a, a progression. Cop and he was chasing the cookie crook. So I'm going to say the cookie crook is going to actually sneak out and 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 swipe that that championship right from uh, right out from under. Damn, the cookie crook kind of looks like he has the worst mustache ever. Like it's it's like <laughs> the equivalent of red. Tommy Pickles's head hair, hair. is yes. his nose. Hair. Like he literally just has like <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, and that's <laughs> yeah. that's his mustache. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. Cool. And then also the other thing you said that jogged my mind was. Um, I, I I am I am with you. I am I am afraid of of Sonny. He's definitely unhinged. But oh, yeah, it always bothered me the way that they animated him slurping with his beak, because the because a <laughs> beak is a solid thing. But they would draw it like squashing, you know, scorching into itself, like onto a straw. And it's like, and it's like just the thought of like a beak doing that. I'm like, oh no, no that doesn't do that like it just like it just was so weird and so the cookie crook the cookie crook had his dog and that dog's name was chip 
which is also the name of the wolf. So the it, the wolf literally did come from that character. No kidding. And they kept his name and everything. Weird. Yeah. Huh. I didn't really know weird. that the wolf ever had a name. Honestly, I don't even He's remember the, that. Right. Chip. And that was the name well, because it. Okay, Ch- like like chalk like chocolate chip chocolate or something. Chip, yeah, cookie yeah. chip. So I was or, thinking yeah. that as you were as you were talking, I'm, I was still on that, and I'm like, oh, I think it was cookie, cr- the cookie cop, cookie crook, and chip the dog, and that that was right. And it's like, oh, chip the wolf. So if you look up cookie crook, cookie crisp chip, um, Google predictive text will say the dog and the wolf. They're, they're <laughs> both there. That's yeah. funny. So it's kind of weird. I don't know when the the change made, but just got it. Kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, Neat. All right. So uh, let's get to our retroid picks. Um, go through those. Uh, we got some fun ones. Um, Andrew Worshmorn, we already mentioned, he gave us the the great bosun whistle uh, for today. Uh, he picks the Quaker Oats guy because he's <laughs> the only human and because he's a Quaker. So he would abstain from fighting and let all the others duke it out. Then when whoever that winner is, he would dispatch because he is well rested and not stupid. <laughs> Fair enough. Fine, uh, Justin Cooper. First, he said Sogmaster from Captain Crunch. Sogmaster was a was the main villain of a couple of commercials from like the like the mid to late eighties era. Yeah, I remember. Sog yeah. Master. Sog yeah, Master. I, I remember him. Yeah. Yes. And then they uh he was like a guy and you didn't see his face. He was just kind of like a, a robot suit sort of guy. And and then he had his two minions, uh, which were the soggies that just looked <laughs> like living cum. <laughs> True. Uh oh. <laughs> the soggies. Gonna say it again. Uh that's what they look like. Uh they're supposed to be just, I guess, milk or something, but they're just literally oh, made yeah. of liquid and they drip constantly. Oh, and what? so the soggies then went on to like just take over and they were his main villains and we never heard or saw from anything from Sogmaster ever again and it got to the point where I remember distinctly as a kid trying to remember who the bad guy was that they served and I could not (laughs) until today until today when Justin Cooper uh, reminded me that it was Sogmaster um, because the whole thing, of course, is that yep. supposedly Captain Crunch stays uh, crunchy uh, longer than other cereals. <laughs> Captain Crunch stays soggy in milk. <laughs> so that was his first answer. And then he posted again. And he's like, he's like, actually, maybe Sugar Bear, because he had that martial arts training and a sweet punch. In fact, I think he was trained by the Hawaiian punch guy and Charlie Tuna. Yes, Charlie Tuna of uh, Bumblebee Tuna. <laughs> uh, Bumblebee Tuna. He's like, I think he once beat the Vlasic Pickle Stork unconscious. <laughs> so uh, I don't know about. I oh can't, my I god! Can't, I can't vouch for any of that, any of that shenanigans. But I, I actually think Sugar Bear is a great pick, and he he had a series of adventure card uh, commercials that were really good. They they had like multiple chapters uh i think toucan sam did this as well where they would run the first part for a few weeks 
and you would keep okay. seeing the first part and then it would say to be continued oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, would, yeah 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 they would have a second part and a third part or maybe it was only two and uh yeah he would always <clears throat> he would always have a villain of the day which is some you know animal that he was i remember like one was like a bull and he had like a matador thing and he was like you know a bullfighting sort of theme and uh or there'd be like a snake or an alligator or you know just some mean animal or whatever he was trying to fight and they were trying to get a cereal and it would always end with him just socking those guys right in the mouth pow <laughs> right in the kisser <laughs> pow, right in the kisser yeah and uh that was it was he was he was the original one punch man but he was one punch bear one punch so a little bit <laughs> i actually agree it's a really great pick justin cooper uh phil conti sure. says it had he's phil conti agrees with you eight bit it has to be count chocula since he's a supernatural force and can hypnotize all the others to just commit suicide oh shit dude you're going at this from an angle so i didn't even think about man dark Booberry and Frankenberry would also be tough, but Frankenberry could be burned. That is, I guess, true. Yeah. So it would be a final brawl of Booberry and the Count, but uh, clearly Count takes that in his opinion. He does. We have a great yeah. answer from Ashes Vaughn Nightmare. We haven't heard from Ashes in a while. What up, Ashes? Be back in the fold. Uh, she uh, picks a different monster cereal, Fruit Brute. <clears throat> Fruit Brut. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Screw that completely. Fruit Brute is hands down the scrappiest of the cereal mascots. He oozes fuck around and find out energy. There's a reason why General Mills put a silver bullet in this cereal back in 1982. Fruit Brute and his howling good taste of fruit was too much for the grocery store shelves to handle. Also, there's a rumor that he's the reason why Mrs. Butterworth is a widow. But you didn't hear that from me. Ooh, <laughs> juicy. Damn. Drama. Drama. Fruit, <laughs> fruit juicy. Uh, our oh. buddy Danny Drury, who was on our last episode, our card game episode. What up, uh, Danny? Chiming in, she says, Tony the Tiger, because he's a fucking tiger. Right. And tigers, <laughs> unlike cartoons would have you believe, will fuck you up. For sure. Big time. They will not be pals. They will uh, fuck for sure. you, you up. You up. Oh. You up. <laughs> fuck dot 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 you up. Uh, and lastly, this is a first uh, first time answer from uh, Peter Dudar. He's a he's a main author who's a good friend. And uh, he just simply uh, posted a picture of Mr. T cereal and said, I pity the fool who don't choose my cereal. nice so mr t that's a good pick is is the the final where in the ultimate showdown of ultimate destiny um thank you guys for this This is the ultimate showdown of ultimate (laughs) destiny good guys bad guys and explosions as far as the eye can see and only one will survive i wonder who it will be this is the (laughs) ultimate showdown of ultimate destiny Anyway, so that's uh, for those OG <laughs> internet jams right there. <laughs> it is. <laughs> so for those who uh, had fun with that and still want to participate, it's your turn to tell us what you think about this week's Octopon of this. So, you know, if you uh, you have want to weigh in on, on that topic of who you think would win, please find the post on our Facebook group. Uh, also, you can always find us on Twitter at Redoctopus or email us at Redoctopus at gmail.com. 
and uh you know we're just around we you know we like to hear from you any uh mm-hmm. whatever you whatever you're thinking and uh if you got episode ideas or uh you know like andrew today he heard what we were doing he's like oh i i hope you cover this and then you know we uh we looked it up and we did cover that so we said you know it's, okay it's your show really we're, we're only here for you it's not like we're, we we're merely puppets make us money uh you know we're, we're not we're not talking about nike we're not nike doesn't we they won't return our calls um you know they just don't care we ha- we're like we can wear your shoes if you give it to us for free we don't uh, wait, what do you mean you don't want to they're give like, it to us for free? Come on, guys. We're doing you the favor here. I mean, <laughs> like, no, no. Get, a, get, a, get away from me, kid. Go away. You bother me. Yeah, shut up, kid. <laughs> so anyway, thank you for all those awesome ponderings. And without further ado, let's get back to the show. Oh, yeah. Right. So the first half, we went through all of the non-licensed ones. Or if it was a license, it was their own license. It was a Nabisco character. It was a post character, Kellogg's character, whatever, something like that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> here we have known quantities that are being used to sell cereals in the same sort of way. Uh, and we're going to go through our, we each have two picks again on uh, for this half, so we can uh, get, get started. Uh, this first one for me is, is a big one. This is a, mm. this is honestly one of the first ones that I think of. In fact, um, here in the studio, I do have one of these little figures still hanging out and I'll tell you what, which one at the very end. So, uh, this was the Disney afternoon figure line that was, uh, put out by Kellogg's. They were in all different Kellogg cereals. It started in 1991 and it went for a bunch of years and they actually ended up doing four different figures of five different uh, Disney afternoon shows. Oh no, six, six different Disney afternoon shows. So a total of 24 figures in this line. They were two inch tall, little rubber figures. They weren't posable in any way, but they were all really, really great. Um, they, the shows that they, that they did um, were the Gummy Bears, uh, DuckTales, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, Darkwing Duck, Tailspin, and Goof Troop. And straight up, like both Tailspin and Goof Troop, it's not like there are many figures or there's much merchandise for right. of those shows. Right. They're not super well remembered, really. Nope. I mean, I think yeah. the, the Goofy movie is really beloved by a yeah. certain amount of people. I don't yeah. think Goof Troop really gets much credit. Tailspin is really forgotten. I know that that's actually, he keeps coming up tonight, but if you're listening, buddy, I believe that is Andrew Worshborn's favorite Disney afternoon show of all time. He loved Tailspin. Oh, that's I, so I, uncommon. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah that's really I, cool. I, I enjoyed it for sure, but I liked other ones more. More, um, yeah. For sure, this was, like, these were the figures of, like, pretty much all of these characters at the time. There was no... There were no DuckTales figures. There was no Gummy Bears stuff. I mean, there was Gummy Bear stuffed animals, um, but that that was kind of... Not crazy. every property got a shit ton no. of merchandise at that time. No. It wasn't just yeah. like, oh, if it exists, it has everything. You know, there, there's right. all the stuff you can get for it. It's like, no, right. that wasn't the way. Right. So th- these were really, really cool. And what I loved about these is a lot of thought went into the poses. So 
they were right. very like animated poses, very kinetic poses. They weren't just standing there like an action figure. They are in mid stride or mid something yep. in mid action, I should say. Yep. And it was really, they're really fun. And the fact that there were so many um, made it really fun to, uh, you know, get week after week because you're like, yeah, you might never get the same one twice because there were just so freaking many. Um, I have to say that the very first time I pulled one, it was the number one figure that I wanted. And that never happens. I've no, it doesn't. To, like, yeah, that's going to McDonald's so rare. and getting the prize that I wanted. Like, yeah, never no. happened. 4,000 Krillin this... later, I never got a, anybody else. Because <laughs> the they only burger. had 4,000 <laughs> Krillins and you got them all. No, um, I wanted so, freaking anyone else. Anyone else. Anyway. So I, uh, my number one uh, that I, I pulled out of the box and I just, I just could not believe it. I was so happy was Gizmo Duck from Duck yep. Miles. Very cool. Oh, um, I remember. So, I remember. I remember that he was great. So awesome. Yeah. Yep. Very cool. So uh, just a quick rundown. So for the Ducktales line, it was Gizmo Duck, Scrooge, um, Webby. Webby's like holding her quacky patch doll, squeezing her and hugging her, and uh, Louie. They, I guess you know you got to pick one of the nephews, right? So it was yeah. Louie, the one with the green shirt, and he's uh, holding a flashlight and he's kind of you know walking um, with like an adventure hat, not his typical hat. All really cool. Um, the gummy bears, there was, for those who remember that show, I, I'm a, still a big fan of the gummy bears. There was Sonny, Cubby, uh, Tummy, and Gruffy. And they're all yeah. just kind of, you know, in various poses. I think that uh, of them, I really liked Tummy the best. He's, uh, he's actually holding a little flask of gummy berry juice and he's about to drink it. I think that's a really nice touch. That's um, cool. Yeah. Darkwing Duck. We had Darkwing Duck. We had launchpad so they saved him they're like all right we don't we're not going to use launchpad for ducktales we're going to save him for for darkwing which is great. yeah um goslin which was uh, the little girl in the show yep. and also one of the villains megavolt and megavolt's a great figure honestly they're yeah. all really cool but uh darkwing is actually the figure that i have uh, right here yep. in the studio i still have yeah yeah, I remember. Um, that. I remember him always being around. He's just a, you know, I didn't intend to lose Gizmo Duck, obviously, but I did. I don't know whatever happened to him, but I somehow still, for some reason, have Darkwing, and he is honestly like one of the best overall. He's, he's really yeah. well done. He's like really perfect. Yeah, the sculpt. So it is. Yep, and the paint job is great. Paint yeah. job is great. Point, like he's for got sure. the color. The color keying yep. is right on. It's like yep, it's so perfect. Yep. They he's nailed got, like, it. Yep, the pinkish underside of the the, the pink uh, like lining of the cape is different yep. than the purple, and he's got that turquoise uh, turtleneck that was always showing above his collar. Uh, yep. He's really really good. Uh, Chip and Dale had Chip, Dale, Monterey Jack, and Gadget. So pretty obvious. I think the coolest one kind of is uh, Gadget. She's actually got a big monkey wrench, and of course it's almost the size of her. So it <laughs> feels like she's you know posing with a spear or something like that but it's just a yeah branch. um and then uh i meant i may not remember all the names of these characters let's see so tailspin we got blue who is just in the sassiest pose that has ever <laughs> happened he is he so is. fabulous it's so weird that they decided to put this character in that pose i don't know <laughs> why they thought that i know why is he thing. hand on hips hand on head head turned sideways legs crossed looking sassy I mean, as a frass i mean i mean I he's, all right. he's working that runway that's all he i can is. say i don't know step what's going bump on. step bump bump 
<laughs> step, <laughs> bump, bump. Uh, and then we have Kit Cloud Kicker, who is great, absolutely great. He's on his, uh, I can't remember what it was called, but he he would do those like the sky surfing. I mean, yeah, like like a like a surfboard type the thing. Cloud kicking, I guess. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. He's basically on a, a surfboard type. He's thing, kicking it clouds. Like, it, it was. It looked like a, a squashed croissant. It was like basically a <laughs> yes, croissant. Squashed two D croissant. Um, there's also the little girl. I think her name was Molly, but I'm not positive. She's just uh just kind of I don't know, just standing there being a little kid flying out where her hands are like flying like there's like she's an airplane or something mm-hmm. i think the best one of this line is the villain don carnage uh yes who is is that was always my favorite character on the show I, I was psyched when he showed up in the new ducktales and it was cool that he was in so many episodes he got to be in like three or four i think but he was great um and then goof troop uh we have goofy max pj and pete and how would they that they're kind of like the least cool out of all of them um yeah but then again this was like the only show that wasn't like adventure based it was kind of just like a sitcom just with normal people living normal lives kind of thing so yeah maybe uh you know maybe it just makes sense like what are you gonna do you're gonna put him in action poses at least pj i think is the coolest he's on a skateboard so he's in a very kinetic pose and he's he's on that anyway um i'll just i'll just say that the uh the serials all came with an order form and if you wanted to you could send in x amount of dollars and order the whole set um by me. yeah so huh. they knew they knew that like it was good enough to do that and uh if you look up disney afternoon serial figures you will uh like on google, google images you will actually find uh there are pictures of um, the way that you would get them that way, they were actually carded and they had like little bubble packaging with the different color, different, different figures. And uh, there are different ones. There are different denominations. They have them in like by series. So it's like all four DuckTales, all four Chippendale. And then they have other ones that are bigger cards that had like eight figures on there or you know, 12 figures on there or something like that. So I'm not really quite sure if it was like a regional thing in different places got them or maybe yeah. they eventually sold them at like the Disney store or something. I'm really not sure, but there are all different packages. I happen to see a really fun promotion uh, that I just loved. And I felt like it went on for years because which it probably did. I couldn't actually find the exact range. I just know that for sure it started in 1991, but um, you know, it, it, I mean, goof troop wasn't around for another three years or so. So, I mean, uh, you know, I, I think at least, um, so they were they were still doing it then when when Goof Troop came out. So yeah, kind of cool. Kind of yeah, cool. nice, super yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, so that's all I have to say about that. Uh, Nintendo, what what is your first pick of of the second half? Well, my first pick would have to be the uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Bowl. Oh yes, that came out in 1989. Smoking huge. Bong rips. Oh, oh, cereal oh, bowl. Cereal bowl. Yes, yes, yes. So I've never actually owned any of these, but Parasite Steve did, and uh, and did. and you you had Raph and Michelangelo, right? I had Raph and Leo. Raph and Leo. Okay, mm-hmm. I was half right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> this came out in 1989, and. Uh, it was uh, the uh, the serial was from uh, 
Ralston? Ralston? Yeah. Ralston. Which is yeah. weird. Like, 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 I've never heard of them. Chex was originally owned by Ralston. Really? Oh, I had no idea. That's yeah, it's an old, old company. Yeah. Very old company. Yeah. Right. Yep. So the bowl was, you know, too big to fit inside the box. So they had to, uh, you know, cellophane it to to the box. And the mold of the bowl was always was always the same. But the mask came in uh, all all four different colors. Mm -hmm. And they basically just looked like they were fucking high on crack. And uh, those big freaking eyes, big big freaking eyes. And it's like, oh, give me food. that's right. what it looks like. They, yeah, they, they do. The they do. They got killed by the yeah. Joker. Yep, Love they did. That they did. Joker. Yep. And uh, so it it just it just kind of looks like they're, they're holding the bowl. Yes. And and the only thing that's not green is the teeth, eyes, and the mask. Mm-hmm. But I think it's still fun. Yeah. So it it's, a, fun. It's, a, it's a it's a neat idea. I never um, thought they were creepy. To be fair, like in retrospect, yes, th- those faces are are very demented. But right. as a kid, I was like, they're just great. Like I didn't yeah. even think anything about it. Right. I mean, the Ninja, Ninja Turtles. So I was like, whatever, right. it's cool. Of whatever. Exactly. Yep. And, uh, and yeah, we had these forever. Yeah. We just kept them. Right. Right. And uh, re- real. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, I was gonna, I was gonna like uh, talk about the uh, the artwork for the box sure. real quick. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. I just think they, they look really really goofy. Like mm-hmm. you see you see like Michelangelo he's he's holding the the net because that was the cereal. The cereal was like uh kind of like the uh like corn checks, but they're called nets. Yeah, ninja and, uh, nets. Ninja nets. <laughs> and uh the way the way how Michelangelo is is holding the net, he looks like really concerned. He's kind of like do yeah, I like want to throw this net on you? He's like, like wicked shy. Uh, he's like, Whoa, uh, sorry, dude. Sorry, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna and, throw this net on you, though. You're better, better. And Don Tell just Don just looks like he's like, uh, okay, I'm here. Can we get this over with? Fine, I guess. Okay. Yeah, I, like, I appreciate that that Donatello is front and center for once. I really right do. Because, because I mean because it makes sense because the bow staff yeah. is the spoon. It yeah, makes total sense. Yep. Into the spoon, yep. it was like such yeah. a fun idea. Yeah. So even though Donatello never gets to be in the front, he's the biggest yeah. character. I just right, that. which is cool. Um, and 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 you see Raph in the back. He's like jamming on the 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 boombox the boombox and it's like well that's not really rap it's more like a mikey thing i feel yeah um but whatever it's a cereal box he's and, also uh, listening to it the wrong way <laughs> dumb guy and uh and leo just looks like super goofy it was freaking ear to ear grin yeah, like leo just, milk just... hey i'm holding a freaking bottle of milk hey, yeah, a bottle he... of milk from the 50s Do you guys <laughs> from the know 50s what this is? <laughs> like, do oh 80s God. kids even know what this is oh my <laughs> god and what, what was cool is that um they uh you had a a chance to win the complete set of the bowls or you can get the ninja Turtle toys hmm. which oh, i yeah. think is really really cool i remember this cereal not being out for that long but it was like yeah. a year or so maybe but right. i liked it it was it was like a cross between checks and lucky charms it was good and yeah. um yeah i i thought it was really cool that they came with the bowls i i had the two um and i you know it's funny i see these sometimes i don't know if anybody else has had this experience sometimes i'll, I'll run across these in like antique stores 
Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, yeah. I've, like, I've never like actually seen Russ Lyman his, like, his his like game hunting videos. So oh, for like thrift, thrift stores, these, like, thrift, thrift store stores, kind of places. Yeah. yeah, thrift yeah. stores are a little like yes, uh, they'll be like right next to like the the Mayor McCheese glass. There is. I know there was there was a Mayor McCheese glass in the last friggin' Russ Lyman video. It's it yeah, so yeah. true. That's so but, funny. Uh, no, that this this is a uh, this is another one that comes right to to mind uh, is the cereal bowls for some of the Ninja Turtle cereal bowls from yeah. Ninja Turtle cereal from Ralston, and uh, yeah, it's very very. It's different. a kid. It's a kid's wet dream. Ralston is such an unappealing company name. Ralston. It sounds like a gaming company or something. Oh, I don't even know. Like, like you know, I guess you could be like, oh, I knew from Ralston Electronic Entertainment Incorporated. (laughs) You know, it's like, but like Ralston just sounds. It's like gross to say. Don't like. Yeah, yeah. Ralston. Oh well. Ralston. It's like saying the rural juror. The rural jar roar. I did also, I have to say, I appreciated because there were different different colors for the masks. Um, I appreciated that you could see which guy you were getting. You know, just let us pick. Come on. Right. Pick. Like, give me a break. Right, right, right. Right. So yep. anyway, moving yep. on. Uh, 8-Bit, what do you got? I have a serial here that is featuring a character quite prominently. You could say uh, it is, it is also from our friends at Ralston electronic entertainment incorporated uh, the <laughs> Batman serial, which is literally like the word serial is <laughs> cleverly hidden underneath the slapped on sticker in this image that says free bang it's just like fucking maxed out <laughs> capital it? it? Batman what? it's a Batman it's a it's, it's, i know it's in the cereal aisle and it's, it's a cereal shaped box right but right i'm like this is just a box of batman but it's a batman <laughs> cereal it says new and uh yeah it's a free bank for you jim it's a free bank for you jim it's your bank you just got to come down and get it but <laughs> i i honestly feel like how little cereal was in that fucking box to house that Huge bank. No, it was the same as the same as the digital. It's cellophane to the front. Oh, thank yeah. God. Okay. Yeah. It's exactly it's the okay. same. The, it's the same company. They did the same thing. <laughs> okay. They just cellophaned it to the front. <laughs> and okay. you will sometimes see this on the box. I've seen this on the box still at, at thrift stores. Like I yeah. in the past. I have so <laughs> so. I, I have never experienced this cereal. It looks similar to something like Captain Crunch or like a puffed rice cereal or something. I can't really exactly yeah, I don't tell. I remember what it tasted like. Um, um, I know I had it. But yeah, so so this release of the cereal coincided with the first Tim Burton Batman. Tim Burton Batman. Tim Burton Batman. <laughs> Tim Burton Batman. <laughs> Tim Burton Batten. Batten. Uh, so Tim down Bat- the hatches. Batten. Tim Burton. a Spider Man. <laughs> my balloon uh so the tim burton batman film had just come out so this this serial is entirely themed after it um so yeah so it had the plastic bank cellophane to the front uh thank god because man yeah that that is way too big of a piece of real estate you would have yeah. half a bowl of cereal left in that fucking box uh but <laughs> the batman bank i have to say is one of the top cringiest looking things I think I've ever seen. It is so like Batman can only be described as doing a super harumph where he's just like harumph, 
like so crossing his arms so tightly that he's just like harumph. And he's just, mm, but he's looking all muscular. And clearly what, what they should have done is they shouldn't have tried to incorporate his whole arms. Like they should have just had it cut off at the elbow or something, but they wanted to get his whole arms in there. But then they realized, oh shit, when it's folded over, it like doesn't look right. And so like, it just looks like he has baby arms. Like he has super baby arms. And he's just like, Mm-mm, I don't want to eat my veggies. And, uh, and it, <laughs> Face is pretty. It's like it's weird. It's kind of derpy. I can't tell so if the weird. human part is just a flat photo it's, of it's Michael Keaton. So okay, I think that's what they so did weird. They actually took a like a picture of his face, and then each eye was separate. And you, you, I mean, it came all together, but sometimes it would like come off or whatever. But like, yeah. So each eye was a separate sticker, and then the bottom half of the the face is a sticker. And it, it's not right. It's the no. angle is not right. It's it's not quite straight on. Right. It's a little the askew. Eyes are not quite. They're placed not right. quite and right. Like, it's really funny, but, but they're actually like photographs of his eyes and his face. I mean, they, they didn't need to do that. They could have just no. done a drawing or something. It's so bizarre. It's this bank, really weird. This bank is hilarious. It's this very is a funny. Gem. Yeah. Of, I mean, why does this exist? It, why a bank? Why? Like, well, because Batman. Okay, hold on. Let's talk this through. Batman stops bad guys like robbers, and robbers rob banks. So, what does Batman probably have a lot of? You know, he probably has a lot of money. He's also a rich guy. So, like, if you guy. wanted, if you wanted to, you know, follow in his footsteps, you know, Batman would probably be like, you know, have a like start a bank. And and they just got really meta with it, and it's like, dude, a kid doesn't want a friggin' bank. It's like, like, I, I don't mean, I guess be a banker. I guess it's an excuse right. to banker. have. Like, it could have literally just been a, a a figure or a statue, and it would have been the best. Know. You know, nobody would have been sad about it. It's but a it's bust. A... It's a bat bust bank. <laughs> it's so tilted. It's so it's weird. a Burton. It's a Burton bat bust bank. <laughs> Tim Burtman <laughs> Batten Bus Bank. <laughs> yes. Oh God, what a horrible mess! So, yeah, so, so that you, is that. Have you seen this before? Yes. I've never seen this, and I've never even heard I've of the cereal. I've never had it. The, the box, seen it. The box looks exactly like the VHS tape. Like it's it's yes. spot on. You know, I mean that. Which Minus is the cool. cereal. Minus right. the bowl of cereal. cereal. Right. It looks exactly the, same. the the cereal bowl is literally <laughs> the only thing, and you know the sticker that says free bank and the thing that says cereal, but. Other than that, I mean, they really were like, you know, going for that, you know, lowest common denominator of like, okay, people are dumb, right? All right. They'll be like, oh, I just bought the Batman movie and that looked a certain kind of way. And there's a there's a big (laughs) box up there on the shelf in this supermarket that looks similar to that kind of way. Looks the same kind of way. Same kind of way. So I, I liked the first thing I bought that looked like, well, I, yeah, I think I'm going to buy myself that bigger box it's version. Fr- I it. like familiarity. That's uh, yeah, I I am a, I'm a creature of habit. I, I <laughs> love familiarity. I'm a batten of habit. If I buy um, things once, I buy them every time. <laughs> good stuff. All right. So uh, <laughs> we have one pick left each. So let's see how Skedaddle. we do. I have one from 1976. So this is not a personal memory. This is what I learned about. I love these things. They are so freaking cool. 
They're the glow-in-the-dark monster heads from Super Sugar Crisp cereal, 1976. Okay. They were uh, classic Universal monsters that were little finger puppets, but they were little busts. Yeah. So they, had, yeah. they were the heads, but also the little shoulders. So it looks mm-hmm. like a little Beethoven bust. Little Beethoven. Guys. Um, and they just they just fit on your fingers and they glow in the dark. So the monsters were the mummy, Frankenstein, the wolfman, and Phantom of the Opera. Weird, right? Yeah, wicked. They yeah. chose Phantom of the Opera instead of Dracula. There's no vampire. The mummy that is weird. Frankenstein, Phantom of the Opera, and he is based on the Lon Chaney, uh, the face with the you know the nose pressed up against his the bridge of his nose is like upturned pig nose and the wolfman so strange um yeah. the the back of the box said hold your monster head next to a bright light for a minute or so turn out all the lights and see how it glows in the dark with a weird spooky gleam repeat process when glow fades <laughs> and hey Glow in the dark technology was probably new. I don't even know. I don't even know when glow in the dark technology came out. Perhaps we could do an episode on glow in the dark toys. I don't know. There's, there's definitely yeah. one of them. Probably, yeah. That would be a fun, uh, like month of October thing to do. There you go. Yeah. Glow in the dark toys. Um. So yeah, this is just a kind of a quick one. I love, I love the back of the box so much. It's got great art. And, and stuff, but pretty cool. Yeah, little, uh, for sure. Little, little, they little look finger puppets. So I don't know great. if anybody remembers those. So Joe, I'm I'm really excited for your next pick and eight bit your next pick because there's just it's a great two for. Her. Um, True. So why don't you take it away, Nintendo? Yeah. So uh, this one's from 1969, and that is the Star Trek badges. Huge fan of Star Trek, right here. So. So you would get these from the Sugar Smacks cereal. And uh, they featured uh, Mr. Spock, uh, Sulu, uh, Kirk, and uh, Dr. Uh, McCoy. And uh, this was a uh, promotion in the UK. And uh, in England, their boxes of Sugar Smacks had the Doctor Who badges. And uh, yeah, the Sugar Smacks short-lived slogan at this time was space energy comes from Sugar Smacks. Lame, but who cares? I love Star Trek, and I wish I was alive back then to collect these badges. Spock is pointing a gun directly at you. I honestly, when I first looked looked at the picture, I, I had to say straight up that the artwork for the cereal box is outstanding. It's so, really so good. So 60s. I love it's it. So incredibly good. So good. So I thought uh, Spock was holding like a like a little camera because it looks like there's a lens. It does. And not it a does phaser. look like a little camera. It's like so, it's like one of those like out of time devices where it's like, wait a minute. Did you realize that Captain Spock had a smartphone on the cover of Smacks? <laughs> and that's right. impossible because smartphones didn't come out for another... 40 years. It's yeah. One of those men in black flashy things. Right. Right. Yes. It's, yes. It's the neuralizer. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. neuralizer. Yep. Yep. I, I love the, the back of the box too. It's like shooting stars, free Star Trek badges, collect all five. And the fifth one is just the, uh, the, the logo, the right. Starfleet logo. 
the yep. triangle, the star yep. in the center. Yeah, I mean, I I did learn to like sugar smacks or once they were uh, honey, honey smacks. smacks. Yeah, with the frog. Um, and I don't know, it was if I felt like honey smacks was what we had in the house. We didn't often buy golden crisp. And then we just got way into the the store brand of golden puffs. But um, right. it's it's pretty wild to see like the different you know faces of sugar smacks before they just settled on the bullfrog. Yeah, right. Pretty cool. Right. Dig him the frog. Oh, dig him. Oh, that's yeah. right. Dig him. Yep. Dig him. Because he dig him. Because I dig him. I dig him. <laughs> Actually, yes. I, I did go through a phase of uh, Super Golden Crisp where it was my favorite cereal. I, I really love it. I think that holds the record of like highest sugar content for any cereal at, you know, whatever point where it was right. at its highest. Yeah, because it was yeah. just covered in yeah. like caramelized sugar, whatever. Right. And it's funny because I remember thinking it was one of the less sweet cereals as a kid, but I think it's just because like the actual puffed like, you know, oat or whatever that each cereal pieces did have like a little bit of bitterness to it as well. So as a kid, yeah. I was like, Oh, it's like, it's not that sweet. I don't really like it. Yeah. Cause it's rice. Oh it's yeah. Cereal. <laughs> right. Yeah. Wheat cereal. It's a rice cereal. So it's yep. puffed. It's puffed rice. So the cereal puffed rice is essentially that, but without the coating. Yep. Right. Right. And I remember as a kid, I liked puff rice, but, only with a ton of sugar so it defeated the whole purpose right and um i know this was a while ago but when we were talking about the nabisco shredded wheat juniors the the commercial that you really do have to look up that that um the spaceman um the spoonman oh my god yeah. it's so <laughs> funny the kid like is eating the junior cereal this is clearly a cereal for kids he looks miserable i i mean there's no milk in the bowl it is a bowl of large unfrosted mini wheats with bananas. There's no milk and he <laughs> takes a whole one and puts the entire thing in his mouth and starts to chew. It's, it's like someone did of, not tell this kid that you don't have to do it that way. He's like, well, it's one piece. So oh, they probably did tell uh, him to do that. This uh, is like pain. Unbelievable! Fighting so on, he it, he looks like that that you know old guy in the, the meme, the dead inside, smiling <laughs> guy. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think I, I can conjure that image. Dead inside <laughs> meme. Okay. I don't know what else to call the guy. You know, it's it's like it's he's such a memed meme. The old guy with the the white facial hair, and he's looking at you, and he's smiling, but he's like, oh, he's like. He's the dead inside guy. He's like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. It's yes. like this, that. this dude. Yeah. So funny. So funny. So yeah. I don't know. I feel like eating just straight puffed rice would <laughs> probably be about as delicious. Right. It's like mm, wow. plain they, flavored rice cake. Mm, they really Let me just did, eat packaging material. They really did play up fruit in cereal. Yeah as a yeah. healthy way to add flavor to it. It's like, because God damn it, you need to do that. Strawberry yogurt covered <laughs> Cheerios were awesome. They came so much later, but I mean, yeah. Yeah. Cheerios is a big fan of eventually just doing all sorts of different fruity, fruity, different things. Actually, banana right. Cheerios are now jogging thing. my memory. That is the only banana thing. cereal I think I've ever had. That's true. I forgot all about that. Yeah. Those right. were great. Mm-hmm. 
pretty fun. Yeah, so I love this. I honestly think of all of the cereal boxes we've talked about tonight, this Spock Sugar Smacks box, like, I, I want one. Like, it's awesome. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah I definitely I, want I, the like, artwork. People collect cereal boxes and just, just have them or whatever. I think that uh, that is an amazing cereal. That would be an amazing piece to your collection. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially if you had a Star Trek collection. It's like, yeah. wh- how cool would it be if you had that on the shelf? That's probably, that's really cool. Right. So. Uh, the only, I don't really have any like Star Trek collectibles, but I had last year gone to Dave and Buster's a few times and they had one of those machines that were the coin pushers but it was it was star trek you know g1 and you could get those collectible cards like you could with like the dc superheroes and stuff and i actually managed to get an entire set i have i have all of the star trek g1 cards from that coin pusher and they're great they're really really awesome like photos of the actors from g1 and then there's like you know alternate picture on the backside. and i just didn't turn them in i was like I don't really need the tickets. I just want to keep the cards. So right. um, those those are definitely like the only Star Trek thing I have. But this cereal box is super, super cool. And it, it's it's nostalgic for multiple reasons. So, Well, <clears throat> right now on, on eBay, if you look up Star Trek Sugar Smacks box, there are some fridge magnets that people have made with the artwork, which is yep. a, definitely a great way to get that art. Yeah. Also, there is one guy who is... Uh, he is selling a brand new box i don't know if it's vintage or if it's a repro or something but it's 16 dollars uh plus nine dollars shipping and handling so Hmm. um that's not so bad i don't know it says oh it's not vintage so yeah so this is a reproduction but you know still kind of i mean a fridge magnet is a great way to get that artwork that would be a cool that'd be a cool fridge magnet yeah yeah definitely fridge magnet is so is that's, that's you know a great option all right cool so, all right well all right. take it I take can, us home 8-bit i can round this out uh and this is fun because uh i had forgotten all about these um but i i really really liked them and obsessed over them a bit uh so frosted flakes had a promotion around 2005 uh that they had light up saber spoons from star wars they were lightsaber spoons that would have a clear plastic spoon and then when you opened up the package and got to finally hit the little button it was when you found out what color it glowed uh and so it would glow red green or blue um and i remember being obsessed with these because they were so cool they looked awesome loved star wars you know star wars episode three was you know just coinciding like the release of these two things were right neck neck and neck and um you know they had they they just looked so cool and they felt great to use to eat cereal so like there was there was really not many you know cereal toy packings that i cared a lot about but that's but these i totally did and that's that's so great because i had forgotten about these um and the funniest thing to me is that as a kid i didn't know the limitations of the toy i was just like okay well there's probably a lightsaber of like every color um and so i pulled these i remember getting them a lot and every time 
being like, oh, is it going to be purple? Is it going to be purple? Is it going to be purple? No, never was purple. Never purple. Never got a purple one. Couldn't ever find one. It was like, oh, God, that's crazy. And Frosted Flakes was a cereal that we just tended to buy anyway. So this mm-hmm. didn't really influence us that much. But we ended up getting a few of these. Um, and it's because they only made red, green, and blue. So yeah. I did not know that. Um, but, you know, it, it kept the fun alive, I think, not knowing that because you know i was always hoping and the hope was more fun than the actual spoon right but um yeah these were these were super cool back of the box i don't have time for that i'm looking at my lightsaber spoon and eating my frosted (laughs) i'm not reading all three (laughs) i know it literally couldn't be any more plain um i don't know i just i don't know it's the hope the hope was there you know i wasn't cynical yet um so uh, the the, i was i was uh, all lost hope um so the the slogan also said start your day with real jedi action watch spoon light up when you press the button to activate the force within master your moves let the battle begin blast your way through breakfast holy shit this is really signing checks that their ass can't catch i mean (laughs) holy crap master your moves is not necessary you know how to eat cereal and then let the battle begin is that digestion what What am i fighting (laughs) what am i fighting tooth decay and then blast your way through breakfast i mean you're going to be destroying cereal are they talking about pooping i they might be they might be i don't feel like frosted flakes was especially hard to pass no i mean it's not like it was nabisco shredded wheat juniors (laughs) <laughs> or shredded wheat seniors for those with a little bit of a fiber deficiency welcome to the stage of seniors <laughs> two grandpas battle for dominance uh over wheat over wheat <laughs> um yeah i i love these 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 are one of the best uh the you know the light up spoon or the color changing spoon was definitely something that was frequent flyer in cereal mm-hmm. boxes and yeah. um, stephanie has a color change simba spoon um and that Very one cool. you know still changes color to this day uh mm-hmm. and then you know there was plenty of other ones that did it but yeah these these lightsaber spoons were super cool mm-hmm. um you know 2005 folks that is later than i was thinking cereal Me boxes too. still came with toys Me too. yeah like, i yeah. really i feel like it couldn't have lasted a heck of a lot longer than that they were dead and gone by 2010 that's for sure and they're only five years apart so i don't know i don't know pretty pretty late for that kind of thing yeah for sure but cool so you know it's really funny that you say that i'd found one in my uh this will just be called a bonus bonus like little entry um in my in my research i found there was actually one from 2015 it was called star wars droid viewers 2015 cinnamon toast crunch and four other general mill cereals had star wars droid viewers in the box in celebration of the upcoming release of the force awakens there were six possible viewers including c3po and r2d2 um bb8 was available exclusively at target and it says that they they look like they were a physical like three-dimensional toy that looked like the character and I guess you uh-huh. would like look through a little lens and see an image from the movie yep. before it came out in theaters. Like 
Oh, that's wild. And like, it seems like it was across all General Mills cereals and they even had special box art of Cookie Crisp where, where Chip was dressed up like a stormtrooper. Oh, cool. And they, and they had a special box of Honey Nut Cheerios where um, hun- Honey... What I don't even know his name. Um, I know I know he talked about it. Um, but the bee is dressed up like Darth Vader and he's holding the honey wand thing like a lightsaber. Like they they really went all out on this. I I missed this entirely. That's crazy. Huh. I know. 2015. Jesus I mean, awakened. Right. That was not that long ago. That I I never knew about these. And what a weird thing. Like just to see an image of the movie, like, oh best scene. Ever. Come so <laughs> just, just real quick, you you can guess what the Honey Nut Cheerios B is named. Come on, you can it's, do it. Uh, it's cheery. It's nutty. Nut. He's a B. He's a B. He's is his name Buzzy. His name's Buzz. Buzz. Bzz. His name was Buzz. That's that's weak. Okay. Yeah, not not Very quite weak. as <laughs> not quite as interesting as Diggum. Right. Or spoon. Diggum. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, we've made it through two rounds of free toy inside, and so I would toys. like to thank you all for coming along on this crazy journey as we rifled through all the cereal, trying to find the good nuggets down on the bottom. Um, so um, we we are going to wrap up the episode pretty soon. Mm-hmm, it's coming. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like pretty yep. pretty soon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so but before we do that, we do have a thing to do. We have a little thing. That we like to call one more thing. One more. Thing. <laughs> That's what it's called. So, one more thing. Yeah. So, uh, Uncle, what do we got? <laughs> one more thing. You got your spiked gauntlets. You got your bullet belt. You got your leather jacket and your denim. You got your hairspray. Well, put them on because it's time for another edition of Power to the Metal. What's up, everyone? This is Nintendo, and I am back with a Power to the Metal segment. And uh, so this band I'm going to talk about is a band that's not very well known, um, but they've been around for a while. Uh, they are called Majesty, and they're they're a German band that started back in two, uh, uh, early 2000s. Uh, no, I'm sorry, uh, 97. They started in 97. And... Uh, Funny story, I've I've only heard of, I've heard about them from a compilation CD that Parasite Steve and I were, were on with our old band Torrential Rain, and uh, it was the first track called "Keep It True." And I remember, uh, I remember the song being like the mo- like the the best produced song on the entire compilation. Is that really the same Majesty band? It is. Yes. Really? It really is. Oh my god, that's hilarious. It really wow. is. It really is. And um they have a uh, like a, a bunch of albums out now. I think they have like 12, 12 albums out now. And yeah. uh the singer uh is the, I think he's like the only original member in the, of the band. Um they they sound very uh man of war ish. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Uh, especially the vocals were like very uh what's his name uh eric fuck. eric adams? eric yes yeah that sounds right uh eric adams yeah uh so th- they are pretty cool i mean if you if you really need a man of war fix 
because you no know, Manowar just, just just doesn't put out original music anymore. They just like re-record their old shit, <laughs> and it makes it sound like you no know, way worse than Manowar did. doesn't put out. Manowar kills. That's true. They do. They, they, do. Do. they do. They do. They do. Um, and also, fun fact: um, the the singer or the the leader uh, has a festival called Keep It True, and it's been going on uh, since oh, I want to say like mid two thousands or something. Wow! And, uh, and and still going on, and they've had like big acts there too. Like they had uh, they've had, they've had Manowar there. They've had uh, Sabaton. Uh, Grim Reapers, like so many big bands. I'm like, not like the super, super huge bands, but like the bigger underground bands. So I just think that's really cool. So that's like kind of like our um, lame claim to fame type thing, I guess, if you want to call it that. But but still, I just thought that was neat. Neat. Yeah. Yeah. Neat. Very cool. I mean, definitely check them out if you like Manowar. Yeah. They're really good. Uh, Where have you been able to listen to them? Because I'm I'm not even able to find uh, them. Spotify. Okay, and there is M A J E S T Y. Yes. M A J E S T Y. Oh, majesty. A majesty blonde. Yes. Uh, okay, so I'll just have to dig a little bit. They're not not easy to find. Not coming up. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, they're not the the greatest band ever, but I mean, they're they're fun, right? Cool. I mean, they're, they're just cool, like whatever. And they used to be on a CD with uh, with with Nintendo and and me, so I mean, that's yeah, yeah. Yep. So that makes it a little extra Good cooler. I'm, I'm yeah. proud of them. Like out of to... everyone in that compilation CD, they're the only ones that actually made it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh boy. Stuff. So that was um, power to the metal. Thank you for that power to the metal, Nintendo. Always fun. Always fun learning. See, we learn new stuff all the time. We like to learn stuff. We love Even learning. if it's a metal band, we love metal. Do you guys metal. love metal? We love. We metal. love metal. We love metal. We're metal fans. <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess that's pretty much it for this week's episode. Uh, all about uh, free toys inside. Um, does anybody have any tasty proms? We've kind of dropped the tasty proms lately, but I do have a tasty prom. Then you should start. No, I'll ask you guys. Do you guys want to promote anything? Um, I don't have anything uh, big going on, though. I've uh, I'm trying to get back into streaming again. Um, I may nice. just concentrate on on that. Uh, for my channel for now. Um, but I, I want to, I want to, I want I really want to promote algo three. Oh, uh, the, the, the next algo three is in February 18th. So that should be fun. So algo is a swap meet where it, it's kind of like a convention, but it's like local and it doesn't cost anything to get in. Um, it's, it's cool. It's fun. It's a small place. What's a lot of fun. Love uh, nice people. Yep, we posted oh. uh, pics you guys might have seen in the group uh, maybe a month ago. We were at Algo 2, Nintendo and myself, and we had a table there, and we were just peddling some old wares, some various old video games, and uh, I had a bunch of Nintendo Powers and various video game magazines, and we were just kind of hanging out, and, you know, it was a great group of people. We had a very positive experience, very fun. Yeah, And uh, Aldo is a just wonderful dude. Stand-up really guy, like him. for sure. Really like 
he's great uh that's that's awesome very cool um yeah so we'll have to talk about that more in the coming months as we're getting closer yes and uh, you know yeah. uh perhaps we will uh see some of you guys there this next time we I mean, will ambush aldo all the retro <laughs> yes yes Fox, yeah, i'll go three yeah we ran into a Rus- rusty man and uh and the lovely wife there and um yeah really cool um yeah. awesome yeah Awesome, awesome prom. So for my prom, I just want to start talking about because it's going to be amping up pretty soon. So I think I'm just going to be talking about this for the coming episodes. And uh, you're probably going to get sick of it. And you're going to be like, shut up, dude. I get it. Um, You write books. I don't really give a shit. But, you know, this is what I got to do. It's my show and I'm going to do it anyway. So, uh, yes. So as some of you may know, uh, Steve Ann Sampson, one of my names, I do write books. I am a horror writer. I do have a new book coming out. It is called Black Honey and Other Unsavory Things. It is a (laughs) short story collection of all of my own short stories that I've written over the last few years. And uh, uh, some of them have been published. Some of them have not been published. And it's uh, it's all under one roof in one spine, as no one says. And uh, there's some fantastic artwork in there by Mr. Derek Rook, my buddy over at Rough House Publishing, the same uh, amazing company that did my last book, Mark of the Wishworm. Um, he's doing the cover. He's doing a, an illustration for each title. He's doing like all these like font illustrations. Uh, just kind of different. Just, just we thought we'd try it out. And there's uh, going to be a couple of versions going up for pre-order in the coming weeks. I'm not exactly sure when that is happening, but it's going to be happening soon-ish. And I will certainly let you guys know. Um, if you are interested in any of my stuff, you can find my older books over at Amazon or Mark of the Witchworm at roughhousepublishing.com. And we will be at Monster Expo which is uh, the middle of October. And I might be doing another show as well in October. So in the coming weeks, we're going to, I'm going to, I'm going to drop some more knowledge about all that good stuff, but just uh, throwing it out there. It is coming up and uh, should be another fun spooky season. I love the spooky season so much as a horror writer. It's like, it's built in, it's in the DNA. You know, I have no choice. (laughs) I got to love it. I gotta, I gotta get excited uh, when they bring fruit, fruit back, and uh, I gotta, you know, I gotta love the Halloween stuff. I gotta go to Lowe's and just buy the three, uh, three hundred dollar eighteen foot skeleton, and I gotta have it <laughs> in my bedroom, even though it doesn't fit. And um, my wife, my wife uh, throws me out. That's why I, I have no choice. It's in the DNA. Check you right say, on the street. I say it's in the DNA. Uh, I, 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 it's, it's not me. It's not that ain't me. That ain't me. Not right, um, me. But anyway, hey, you know what? That uh, that wraps up the episode, guys. So nice, sure it does. Yeah, pretty good. Feeling yeah, pretty nice, uh, nice, nice length for this episode. Pretty happy with it, uh, yeah. guys. You know, Retroids out there in listening land. If you haven't jumped ship by now, we certainly hope you've enjoyed this week's journey over the treacherous waters of all the things made growing up awesome. If you like what you've heard, please hit that little subscribe button and like us on Facebook and or Twitter, as well as being full-fledged members of the Nebriart Network. We are, of course, brothers in arms with the dorks over at the Dorkening. Uh, so if you get a chance, please check out our sister shows like Splash Pages, which, hey, weird, I just hosted the other day. What the heck? So what the crap? Weird. Heck. 
so crazy. I uh, Leo had something to do, and uh, and he asked if uh, if I would step in for him for the night. So I got to hang out with Drew Mallo and Rich Davis and uh, Jar Jar Jeremy, and we talked She Hulk for the second week in a row. Pretty cool. So actually, the last two weeks of Splash Pages, I've I've been on talking about She Hulk. So uh, you can go back and check that out if you're so inclined. Also, uh, that strange show, Shark Bites. And uh, let's not mess. Let's let's not with Michelle and Sam. Let's not. Let's not. <laughs> let's let's not. It's uh, time to I'd, stop. I'd rather, I'd rather not. Uh, for more information or to subscribe to us or any of these great shows, please visit thedorkening.com and be sure to check out our killer sponsor, of course, Deadly Grounds Coffee, which is coffee to die for. <laughs> I have been your host. My name is Parasite Steve, a.k.a. Steve Ann Samson, a.k.a. All Hallows Steve. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just going to I'm just going to tell people to use it. Do it. Just do it. Yes. So just call me on the street. Like if if I you know go to Starbucks and I, I get a get something to get a latte and, and they're like, what's the name? I'll be like All Hallows Steve. And they're like, I'm just going to write Steve. Is that okay? And I'm like, fine you know whatever anyway anyway good night everybody it is indeed a sad thing that your adventures have ended here good night good night